Hello, everybody. I have a quick Torah on the Parsha. This Parsha is Pekudai, Yaakov Pekudai. So this is from the beginning of Pekudai. And the Torah says, Ela Pekudai, HaMishkan, Mishkan Ha'edas. So it's the numbers, the count of the Mishkan, which calls the Mishkan Ha'edas. What's the Lashon Mishkan Ha'edas? Why is it called the Mishkan of Testimony? So Rashi says, it's Edus Yisrael, Sheviter Lahem HaKadosh Baruch So it's testimony to Kali Yisrael, or for Kali Yisrael, that Hashem Viter is like overlooked the Maisegel. Because you see, he dwelt his Shechina amongst them, caused the Shechina to rest amongst them. And I guess I have a few questions. First of all, what does it mean that he's Viter Lahem HaKadosh does that mean he forgave them? I mean, it doesn't seem like he fully forgave them, as the the pasuk I think in Kisisa said in his Rashi it says, whenever there's going to be a punishment against Klai Yisrael, there's always a little bit of the Chayegel. So it's like Hashem never quite forgives us for the Chayegel. And if you say it just means, oh, he just didn't destroy us, well, he already didn't destroy us. The Chayegel happened previously, and after that, we got the second Luchos from Zoyer. The second Luchos, um, Edos, that Hashem. Overlooked the Chayrega. So, what does it even mean? And what's the significance of this, anyways? The testimony, testimony to who? To what? What's the point? What's the idea? And it's significant enough that it's calling it Mishkan Haidas? Okay, so, so it's an interesting question. So, I had a thought, but then I saw the thought, as went through Rabbi Weiss, and then we had a thought, the Medrashan Kuma was. I think even helped that a lot, helped that as well. So I want to just read you what the Medjushan Chumash says. It's interesting. So he says, like this. He says, it's an edus, I'm just going to say the English. It's an edus for all the people of the world. That Hashem, like, was mochal them, pardoned them for the sin of the ego. What's it compared to? It's compared to a marshal of a king uh, who marries a woman. And he loves her. And then he got angry at her. And he left. He left her. So her neighbors say, listen, your husband isn't coming back. He's done with you. After a few days, or a certain amount of days, he comes back, and he hangs out in the castle, or in her palace, I guess where she lives, I think, and he eats with her, he drinks with her, but still, the neighbors don't believe that they actually made peace. But after that, they see, like, Vesamim, a smell of Vesamim coming up from the house. I'm not sure exactly what that means, maybe some sort of incense that they light in the house, and they live together in the house in a very nice, peaceful way. So yeah, everyone knows everyone knows that they they made peace. That he is appeased, uh, she's whatever, they're, they're, he was appeased. So too, Akash Baruch Hu, he loved the Israel, he gave him the Torah, and he called out, he called the Jews, a kingdom of priests, an holy nation. After 40 days, they um, they did this, uh, they became, um, I guess, repugnant. They, they messed up. And the nations now said, Hashem's not going to come back to them. No way. So Moshe stood up and said, Rachamim, and Hashem said, All right, I forgave you. So Moshe says, yeah, but who's going to tell the Umas Olam? So Hashem said, Make for me a Mekdash. When the Umas Olam saw the reach, the smell, the, the, the cloud, I guess, of Ketoras that was you know, flying up above the Mishkan, so they knew that Hashem um, you know, had become reconciled with them. So it's interesting. It seems like it's making it an edus for the for the world. And I think perhaps the idea is like this: is that Kaleisho is designed to function as a mamachskanim We are 
priests to the world. We're Kohanim, just like Kohanim help us learn about Hashem. So we help the world learn about Hashem. And the, in order for us to help, to help the world learn about Hashem, they have to acknowledge us as the Am Hashem. They have to look to us for guidance. And that was the case when he took us out of Mitzrayim and he gave us a Torah. We became identified as the Am Hashem. However, once we did the Chet HaEgel, and we turned on Hashem, and we decided to, uh, we, we chose to, to turn to another God, then in the eyes of the world, we abandoned the Gosh Baruch And the Gosh abandoned us. And we're no longer, in their eyes, we're no longer the Am Hashem. It's like the wife who got angry at it. It's over. And that's the way it's going to be perceived. Now, it's true that maybe he isn't going to destroy us instantaneously. That's true. But just because he doesn't destroy us instantaneously doesn't mean that we're his nation. And it's true that Moshe Rabbeinu brought down the second Luchos. But after all, Moshe Rabbeinu brought the second Luchos. There weren't like these miraculous Luchos. Moshe Rabbeinu wrote them. And it's true, Hashem didn't stop him from bringing them down. But it doesn't show that Hashem accepts us as his nation and is, uh, is, wants us to be identified with him, wants himself to be identified right, with, with us. But when the Shekhinah dwells in the Mishkan, when the Shekhinah and Hashem rests the Shekhinah in the Mishkan, when there's like a light on the Mishkan, or there's a fire on the Mishkan, whatever the case is, when it's manifest, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu Shekhinah is shown in the Mishkan, so then it becomes clear that he identifies us as his nation, that we are the Am HaShem. It's one thing to not to let Moshe give us a Torah, but to actually, so to speak, dwell amongst Ka Yisrael in the house that we built for him, Lamashal. So that indicates that he's identifying himself as our God, and we are his. We are his nation, and as such, it reestablishes us as the Am Hashem. And it's a testimony. It's a constant. It's when they would see the Mishkan, or people would see the Mishkan. There was a, and or Mikdash when we had it. It was a testimony, only on the Mikdash and the Sashashkin and the Mikdash. It's a testimony to the fact that we are his nation. And that allows us to function It allows us to be that those ambassadors to the world to teach those ideas. And that's the Chesed Hashem. That, you know, when we messed up, he didn't have to do this to show out to show the world. It could be look, we lost that we lost the ability to function in that way. But as a Chesed Hashem, despite the fact that we failed, he gave us this testimony. He gave us the Mishkan, which served as a testimony to remind the world, and also to give us the confidence that we're able to stand to stand tall and say we are the Am Hashem. Yes, we failed. Yes, we did hate, but at the same time, we're gonna we still represent the Kodesh And addressing that other question is the fact that there's always every punishment has a little bit of the Chet Hegel. So it's not saying that we were forgiven totally, and there's no there's no remnant of the Chet Hegel. That's not true. There is still is always a remnant, but we still are the Am Hashem. And we are the rep. We're still the Mamach Kadosh. We're the ones who represent the Kadosh Baruch It's more than doesn't mean where it doesn't mean it's a clean slate. But at the same time, it's not just that he's letting us live. He still is the Torah in us. Means he wants he's identified as as um, Hashem, okay, Israel. That he's identifying himself as the God of Kal Yisrael, and thereby he brings enables us to carry on that mission. Okay, so if anyone has any thoughts, I'd love to hear. Okay, have a good chance.